you guessed it, pressure points. We're back at it again. Your host, DNAJ. Season 2, episode Trace. We're going to be getting into some uh, gas crisis shit today. How the fuel industry fueled serial killers. So strap in. Let's go, baby. Back at it again. Episode 3. I'm D. I'm AJ. And, uh, yeah, like I said, it's gonna get, it's gonna get conspiracy theory today, I'm thinking, I'm guessing. Kinda. Kinda. It's a pretty unique one. One I came up with. Should I break out the, uh, conspiracy theory board again? Yes, we need a cork board <laughs> and about 16 yards of red, red, uh, yarn. And this one isn't the starter kit. This is, we're experienced in this shit now. Yeah. I know a lot about this. So I didn't I didn't initially come up with this idea, but my uh, fiance told me about something that they covered in one of her podcasts. I have no idea who it was, but they had just briefly mentioned this. And I thought, that's a really good idea. I'm going to really, I'm going to actually look into this. I'm going to wow. make, make a graph, chart it out and see, see if there's anything to it. You better not listen to that podcast. Are you fucking cheating on me? No. <laughs> Did you record with them? No, you never. Fucking backstabber. I mean, I would if anybody has a podcast. Uh, we're we're available. We'll do it for free. I will mentally abuse you so you can't fucking leave me. You already do. <laughs> That's true. This is very true. Shut, yeah. shut the fuck up. I'm Close sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not good it. enough for you. I need All to right, be better. Well, for you. Um, hit me with it. Hit me with the big shit. All right. Well, we're just going to start off on the simple topic of lead poisoning. I told you to Google this like 10 minutes ago. Fuck. <clears throat> you forget all about it? No, I totally remember. Perfect. Some of it. I still have a cold, so you can probably hear that, so sorry. Oh, it'll probably be a shorter episode today, strictly because AJ feels a little bit sick. No, nah, he's under the weather, and I don't want to strain him too much, so it'll probably be a quick one. Also, he didn't do any research. I was told not to. You said you had a bunch of shit, and I was like, all right, dope, cool. I was being passive-aggressive. <laughs> Jesus. All right, so women, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Uh, what is canceled? Canceled, So uh, lead is a metal. Oh, that's our episode. That's it. Thanks for coming in. You know, you have a good one. No, but uh, lead is you can yeah, it's a metal that you can get poisoned by if it gets into your system. A lot of people are poisoned through uh, paint dust if the paint's lead based, like a lot in a lot of older buildings. They are, if you are, spend a lot of your time, say you live in a house that's painted with lead, the dust will come off the walls and slowly increase the lead levels in your blood and start fucking with you. Do you know what fucks me up is that, like, years ago, they had asbestos in their fucking, like, ceiling shit or whatever it was, and then lead paint on their walls. It was like... Being home was the most dangerous fucking thing for you back then. Yeah, no. Asbestos is a whole other crazy fucking topic. (laughs) I just saw a video of some people in probably a third world country, and they were just pounding sheets of asbestos to break them up into little bits. Jesus. And it's like, that's... So for anyone that doesn't know, asbestos is completely like the powder. If you inhale that, like basically instant cancer. But it doesn't show up for like... 20 years yeah and the fibers can cause a whole bunch of other issues and they just like it just stays in your lungs and nothing shows up for a long fucking time Mm -hmm. i was helping my dad back in like september i think and uh they had asbestos glue under their um 
like linoleum mm-hmm. in their kitchen. And so he was like, we're going to pull it up. I was like, shouldn't we have it professionally done? And he was like, no, if I water it down, it's going to keep it from going airborne. And I was like, I mean, okay, um, ideally. So yeah, who knows? Maybe in 30 years, I'll get cancer. We'll see. I hope so. Yeah. No, we'll be dead by then. Yeah. (laughs) Earth is going to boil over at that point anyway. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, this, uh, I guess we'll never make it to season 60. Thanks a lot. No, we'll make it to season 69 (laughs) and then we'll blow our brains out. (laughs) Not if I die of cancer first. Damn it. Well, we'll race. Uh, now going out one season a week. Yeah, just do what Disney did with uh, Don Rickles and just make all the cuts on my voice so it sounds like you're talking oh, to me. Oh, yeah. For some yeah. reason, season like 50 to 69, I'm going to not be such an asshole. And people are like, wow, he must have turned his life around. No, I'm. No, it's dead. just virtual. <laughs> no big deal. There's a I don't exist anymore. Total sidetrack already from the sidetrack. There is a program online that if you read a couple sentences to it, it'll just modulate your voice. And I think we should do that and then just type all our notes out. And then that's our entire podcast. Well, we don't even have to talk anymore. It's that uh, deep fake shit. Yeah. You've, you've seen deep fake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like where uh, you just get an amalgamation of somebody's face. Their mm-hmm. face turning in different directions, doing different facial like features. Uh, not mm-hmm. features, but like you do a different face and they basically can just put your face almost perfectly on any fucking video ever i saw weird my cousin showed me a video of a an a professional impersonator so he would impersonate like different celebrity voices and things Mm -hmm. and he wrote a poem about being the impersonator but every line he read it as a different uh celebrity and he also deep faked his face as to morph between every See, line to the celebrity and it's crazy he I did a christoph waltz on, uh, one and it was the best i saw that on um they did something on like jimmy kimmel or some shit where like jimmy kimmel would ask him to say like oh uh i'm gonna read you this or be this celebrity now and so the guy is standing up there and he does their voice but they've deep faked him so that like every time he would change it would it would be the actor oh, and it was crazy. like what the fuck dude it was weird crazy. well this episode is now just future talk about how that technology is going to fuck us over. Can you not, like, it's going to blow your mind in three years, in, in, sorry, five years, when there's an election going to happen and somebody just deepfakes a, <laughs> one of their a candidate. opponents, one of their candidates saying and doing horrible shit. Yeah, no and then shit. at the end, there's just like a little asterisk and yeah. says, this is a deepfake. This is not real. People don't read that shit. People if, are dumb. If you're not watching it on like an 80-inch 4K screen, you're like, you don't what the fuck it. is that? Is that like... The light bleeding through? Yeah, probably. It's probably not. There might matters. be a pixel going out. Yeah, and they're like, no, uh, we we put it on there. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. All right. <clears throat> Back to lead. So the symptoms of lead poisoning, there are a lot of them. A lot of people don't have the symptoms for a while, but generally the CDC says you may be at risk for lead poisoning if your blood levels amount are uh, 10 micrograms per deciliter, which we'll get into at a later date. That's not a ton. Too much math. Much. I'm out. Later. Yep. This is why the episode is going to be short, is because yeah. I can't. I can't I'm going to lose you halfway already. through. Yeah. So this uh, <laughs> it can cause a lot of things, including like irritability, pain in the joints. I should have had a list of these symptoms already. Just lead poisoning. Yeah, just just lead poisoning. Um, it can also cause if you're a child, it can cause like learning disabilities and deve- developmental delays, aggressive behavior. And on Mayo Clinic, it's said that you're more likely to eat paint chips 
but it's not because they're lead paint chips. You're not suddenly addicted to them. It's just, uh, you had like you have problems figuring out what's food or something. I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. Something like that. But basically, that. like you you don't understand that what you're eating is not actually food. Yeah. Some of the other symptoms are constipation, nausea, vomiting, slow growth, fatigue, loss of appetite, uh, behavioral issues including hyperactivity, things like ADHD, irritability, and you know headaches, insomnia, memory loss. Like it can it can go down to neurological issues. Huh. Nowadays there there are some treatments for it, including there are some medications you can take and just you know make sure you're not breathing in fucking <laughs> lead all the time. <laughs> like that that's the main thing. So. Now, now that we've got that out of the way, you're all specialists on lead. Yeah, I right. honestly ask me anything about lead. What is lead? Well, it's a metal. Perfect. You're done. So in uh, nailed it. I'm I'm gonna go in and get a major in lead. Yes, I hope you do. At university, you definitely didn't drop out <laughs> <laughs> twice. Oh, that's more than me. So uh, tetraethyl lead, which I'm definitely saying correctly, was added to fuel. Like uh, petrol or gasoline, wherever petrol. You are. We're only saying that for you in Norway. <laughs> I don't know if they say that. Yeah, I don't. I know. don't speak Norwegian. Petrol. But uh, he speaks English, so that works. Yeah, there we go. We're good. <laughs> so uh, it was added to the fuel during the 1920s because it increased uh, engine efficiency, fuel economy. It helped the engines run better for longer. It had anti-knock capabilities. You know. Oh, that is so like your when a car is like knocking, knocking when your engine's knocking yeah, yeah. prevents that at the door like at your apartment yes. door yes no. exactly <laughs> no, yeah. so it was introduced in the 1920s until about the 1970s when a it was partially a clean air act and some other legislation went through where they figured some out, other oh, bullshit tetraethyl lead isn't very good for you so let's reduce it down wait, so from, wait a minute wait yeah did you at some point say that uh they made a push in the fuel industry at one point to help clean up their fuel for the environment? No, no. They actually fought against it. Oh, of course. I was the like, legislators I was like, there's no fucking way that that's fought against like, the fuel economy. I'm going to fact check yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh, totally understandable. So they, uh, yeah, through, throughout the 70s, starting in the 70s, throughout the 90s, the tetraethyl, tetra, T-E-L, I'm going to call it T-E-L now. T-E-L was reduced to about 91 or by 91 percent by the early 1990s there are only a couple countries that still use leaded fuel so this is basically leaded fuel and now you know everybody uses unleaded thank goodness Mm -hmm. at least for roads it's still sometimes used in like industrial industrial uses and some farm equipment use leaded but it's not nearly as widespread used to be yeah so tel in fuel is actually released through the exhaust. What does TEL stand for? Tetraethyl lead. <laughs> um, when during combustion, the lead is ex- just thrown into the air. Huh. Which, you know, great idea. Someone actually figured that out in like 1924. And the, <laughs> the fuel industry threatened him and sued him and basically made it so that he would just shut up and not research it anymore. I fucking hate the fuel industry <laughs> That happened so like 14 much. times throughout this this event. Like, how, how great. And the worst part is that every, like, everyone listening is like, well, yeah, of course they did. <laughs> yeah, Nobody's exactly. like, what? I can't believe that. Yeah, no, Because it's, it's totally a fucking not. fuel industry. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, this one focuses more specifically on the effects of this tetraethyl lead on children. Okay. So, 
There's a there are two types of lead poisoning. One's acute and one's chronic. Acute is you just get a whole bunch all at once. You have some of the really really bad symptoms. You're removed from the source and then you recover. Chronic is you just have a little bit always huh. in your blood. So obviously that's not good. So children. Nah, it's totally fine. Oh yeah, totally deal. fine. Anybody who who doesn't have an elevated lead le- level in their blood is a pussy. <laughs> What, you don't have fucking lead, you bitch? Yeah. The metal makes me more manly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. That's what what, uh, causes toxic masculinity. Yeah. It's lead. (laughs) It's fucking lead. We found it. Watch out, Gillette. Yeah, figure (laughs) it out. uh, So, yeah, people exposed at young ages to chronic lead poisoning are more, more vulnerable to learning disabilities. They generally have a decreased IQ they're more likely to have ADHD. They oh have decreased God. performance at school and they have issues with impulse control. Do I have fucking chronic lead poisoning? Potentially. <laughs> Especially that decreased uh, IQ. Like, oh, holy certainly. Shit. Yeah. And impulse control. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's a, uh, it's, you know, pretty interesting that that occurs. They also have issues with aggression outside of the norm for children, I guess during hmm. the early 1900s. I was an angry child. I mean, I kind of figure we but, all. But I mean, I was I was a middle child, to be oh. fair, which you're already you're fucked from the get go because when you're a middle child, you start out as the youngest. This is my theory, and this is my conspiracy theory. So you start out as the youngest. You're the baby of the family, and then all of a sudden, they have a kid younger than you, and you're like, "Well, that kind of sucks. Like the attention isn't on me anymore." And in my situation, they have another younger. And so you're oh, like, so you're well, this totally to that, fucking sucks. To that yeah, the one below me has attention, but less. But now the youngest one has all the attention. So you're like, so you do what I did and you go, you know, pull all the petals off of my mom's rose bush that she'd been growing for years. <laughs> <laughs> I completely believe that you have done that, that you did that. A hundred percent. Yeah. That like, but that wasn't when my youngest brother was born. It was when the like second youngest. Oh. Yeah. So. Being middle child sucks because you know how cool it is to be the youngest. And then they're like, oh, hey, uh, by the way, now we have expectations for you. And you're like, well, what the fuck is this? So, yeah. Hence my my mental issues. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so uh, some of the long-term effects of chronic exposure to TEL, or I guess to lead, not specifically TEL, but to lead can cause memory loss, as I mentioned before. This one's interesting. Delayed reflexes, neurological problems, insomnia, tremors, psychosis, loss of attention, and then, as I mentioned before, a decrease in cognitive function. One interesting thing that I found was that children who were previously treated for lead poisoning not only had, uh, not only displayed behaviors including violence and aggression during the time period, but after treatment, years and years later, they were way more likely to commit violent crimes. Huh. Like, even if it's been completely resolved and they don't have any symptoms. So even if they were exposed and they were cured, quote unquote. Yeah, the, their lead levels dropped to normal. Then they still had violent tendencies. They still tendencies. had violent tendencies But I mean, it makes sense because when... Neurological damage is permanent. <laughs> yeah, like when you're growing up and the lead is obviously affecting your brain, you're, you're going to grow up differently from a kid that may have been in the exact same situations as you, but didn't have psychosis psychosis, and and shit going on school performance so it makes sense and this is when 
you know, if you didn't do well in school, you'd get beat this shit out of by your parents. Or your teacher. <laughs> Definitely. Both of them. Like, nothing teaches a kid better than a fucking paddle. Yeah, exactly. You're not smart enough? Get fucking smarter. Whack. Get fucked. Beat the shit out of them. Yeah, so after the... There's been a lot of statistics that show that after lead was removed, on about a 22-year decline, or delay, there was a de- decline in violent crime rates in the United States. Oh, okay. So it's... You know, obviously, there's nothing. There's not really a good way to prove this. It's pretty unethical to just like get a group of people, <laughs> expose them to lead, and study them for their entire lives. A group of children, at a that. group of children, definitely preschoolers <laughs> specifically. Jesus Christ! So you can't really prove, prove it yeah. at this point. It's I'm pretty much outlining the. It's called the uh, lead crime hypothesis. A lot of much smarter people than me know about this, but it. It outlines that there's a pretty decent correlation between crime and the lead levels in fuel. And as I pointed out earlier, when you increase the lead levels in your fuel, the lead is released into the air. Yeah. So it's especially bad around bigger cities. Oh, okay. And so you said that uh, it's like they had that like clean air act or whatever back in the 1950s 70s 70s mm-hmm. and then there's like a 20 year separation yeah so in the 90s so when they become the, adults yeah they're that's when their violence really starts showing yeah it's you can almost use the lead exposure of a child as a predictor for future violent crimes interesting it's almost like if you take what happens to someone as a kid you can almost predict what's going to happen when they start fucking murdering animals yeah exactly. as an adult. we'll actually get into the murdering animals bit i have that specifically down in my notes Ugh, it's part of the mcdonald's triad which we'll also talk about God. so we're we haven't even started on serial killers yet oh yeah yeah so this is just this is just lead the, in the effect just the lead the uh lead crime theory uh let's see yeah so there's a sharp decline of crime state uh violent crimes in the u.s starting in the 90s well, not starting in the 90s, but it was very drastic during the 90s. And, you know, 22-year delay. I know I went over that twice. I was on the wrong place on my notes. So I, I did find actually some some of the numbers for the blood lead levels in the U.S. In 1976, so this is just after they started putting in the legislation to slowly decrease the amounts of lead that was allowed in fuel, the uh, blood lead level was 16 micrograms per deciliter. And what's normal? Zero? One or two. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, anything over 10, the CDC oh, that's right. that's calls I mean. elevated, which is not good. That's when you start getting symptoms. <laughs> 16. Like Everybody in the U.S. Oh my that they God. that they sampled. Um, so just as an average. Some people were higher, some people were lower, but no, on average 16. 1970? 76. 76. In 1991, so about 20 years later, the blood lead level was three units, three micrograms per deciliter. So obviously that's a huge fucking change. Yeah, it's from only like, sixteen to three. No, no, a difference of thirteen points. That ain't shit. Yeah, no, especially that's on a scale from one to ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where ten is awful. <laughs> the max. Yeah, symptomatic. Oh, Jesus, that's insane. Yeah, so it's a like huge difference. So that you know, that's basically saying that a huge portion of the population in the U.S. developed lead poisoning and didn't even know it (laughs) 
Like, uh, you know, all those, I'm sure you've heard, like, medical mysteries from the Victorian ages from, you know, back in the day. Uh, and they were just like, yeah, she just, like, sleeps all day and we don't know why. So we <laughs> prescribed her this vibrator and now she's fine. <laughs> Probably tons of these people were just suffering lead poisoning. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, and, and I mentioned one guy before in the 20s who figured out, hey, lead isn't really good. There was another guy, another scientist who I think he was in the 50s or the 60s. Should have written that down, but I didn't. <laughs> he was trying to figure out the age of the Earth. He was trying to study. 6,000 years. Yes, exactly. 6,000 years. <laughs> Done. He could have just read a book and yeah, figured it out. Called the Bible, bro. Get it <laughs> fucking right. It's fact, not fiction. Fact, not fiction. Isn't that our podcast? It's what it's going to be. <laughs> Rebranding. We're just gonna we're just gonna read Bible verses all fucking day. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, God. If we if we survive into the twenty thirties, let's rebrand. <laughs> fucking just completely switch. Yeah. Right. We're gonna read nonfiction material and only out of one book. Whoa. Forever. <laughs> hey, but it's you know the most important book. Good word. Good fucking <laughs> good word, book. bro. Yeah, so they uh this dude was trying to figure out the age of the earth. By studying rocks it was something to do with the decay of lead and uranium in rocks you can like if you know the half-life of certain types of uranium or certain types of materials you can study how long since this thing's been created like it's a it's a cool when idea it'll, when it'll end kind of thing yeah if, if you know based it's at its half-life based on it lasting this long at its half-life it'll continue lasting this long yeah, but it's like, okay, I know it's the Half-Life, so it was at least this many years, so yeah. let's find something older. It, yeah, obviously, as a highbrow geologist, I'm not... Too much college shit for me. Yeah, bruh. <laughs> Pass that bong, 12-year-old. Oh, God, Jesus. Oh, that's still got me fucked up. I really hope that like he goes on to just do something phenomenal. I do, like, too. I hope so. Yeah, he just Good luck. changes the world. Best of luck, buddy. <laughs> Best of luck to you. <laughs> Have fun with that brain damage. Oh, God, Jesus. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So he was he was studying all these rocks, and he was looking at lead. And these were rocks, you know, they were, in, they were less than 10 feet buried in the ground. He was just getting different samples. And he found that anytime he tried to study it, it was fucked up by the amount of lead that was released. <laughs> Jesus. In fact, still today, on the sides of roads that were heavily used between the 20s and the 70s, it is not uh, it is not suggested to bring let your children play on the sides of those roads because huh. the lead levels are still extremely elevated. Really? Anytime there's a windstorm or anything like that, it brings it back up into the air. Damn. Like, it's still in effect. The article I was reading said it was in, like, 2010 or 2012 when they checked the levels in these big roadways, changed. and they're still there. Good Lord. So, like, so it was in, like, a highway, for example. Yeah. Like an old... A 1970s popular highway mm -hmm. that shit there's still really lead. likely that there's fucking lead out of it outside yeah. of it and you know how uh, all along a lot of highways you have a lot of farmland oh my god that shit gets into the food jesus christ yeah and it's, it's making the it's frogs crazy. gay and it's yeah it's chemicals in the water turning the frogs gay jesus christ it's fucking crazy yeah so i i thought that was pretty interesting that it's still an ongoing issue it's like this pollution doesn't really go away that easily. You can't just wait it out. Yeah, interesting. It's yeah, almost like weird. somebody that's in the big house should, you know, 
take a listen or read some fucking information. Maybe. Probably not. Yeah, I'm not. I don't have political views. Yeah, no, definitely not. So, this is not a political podcast. We just talk about communism a lot. Yeah, we just. That's the <laughs> politics we like. Our yes. policies. Our poli- <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, man. I found, a, I found an interesting graph that showed the average preschool blood level of lead <laughs> by year. Jesus Christ. Then it also showed the U.S. violent crime rate by year. At the same time or 20 years 20 after? years delayed, but they slid it oh, okay. 20 years back. Yeah. 22 to 23 years back. And it, it it's like, it's the exact Almost same fucking thing. Exactly the same. It is the exact same fucking curve. Damn. So it just goes to show, like, that to me is a huge piece of evidence that <laughs> you expose kids to lead. Kids get lead poisoning, especially if it's chronic. Even if they're cured, even if they're... Even um, if it, their level's it lower. Yeah, even if they they don't have any symptoms and their lead levels are lower, the damage is already done. It's almost yeah. like brain damage doesn't really heal very well. <laughs> Interesting. And it's hmm. almost like you can't repair brain damage. Huh. Weird. So, I thought that was really interesting, but I wanted to dig a, dig a little deeper. Now, we're let's get into some serial killers. Okay. A lot of okay. people know the serial killers from, like, the 70s and 80s and 90s. You get people like Bundy and Dahmer, Ed Kemper, Speck. Uh, yeah. What are some other ones? Gain. Gein? He wasn't a killer. Gein. He didn't kill anybody. He robbed graves and made nipple belts. <laughs> she had not a big deal. No. Yeah, it's fine. And Certainly not a violent skulls. human being or anything. No, no, not at all. He just had two women in his shed being uh, skinned like deer. I've seen the crime scene photos. They're pretty good. Jesus Christ. Yeah, not violent. No, no, no. Not by any means. He never killed somebody, or anybody that we know of. (laughs) That we know That he admitted to. That he admitted to. There you go. Let's see here. Yeah, so a lot of those serial killers that people are familiar with now, as I was saying, 70s, 80s, 90s, Golden State Killer. That's the one I was trying to remember. Oh. Uh, What's his name? Ramirez with the Pentagon in his hand. Oh. Night Stalker. Oh, yeah. I vaguely know. Pretty sure that's the Night Stalker. Yeah. I'm just flexing on my knowledge yeah. of serial killers. Odd flex, but okay. <laughs> so, what what do you know about serial killers? You you partake? Oh my god, you didn't tell me to research this two minutes before we fucking recorded. Right. What is a serial killer? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I know a bit. I know that um, generally they were able to track that most, if not all of them, had like damage or trauma when they were younger that inevitably became what the problem was um it, yeah a lot of yeah. them were abused yeah abused mentally physically uh um, sexually yeah especially sexually i know that that one mm-hmm. was a big one um but yeah just a lot of it would just abuse overall as a child specifically from family members it turns out i could see that yeah i could also the majority see it from of them like were anybody, family yeah members. But, I mean, when you're younger and you're getting that type of trauma from anywhere, really. Yeah. It's like, going to fuck up gonna your brain. It's going to affect you. But from someone that you trust and obviously fucking live with, that's going to be one of the yeah. biggest problems. Um, so, yeah. I I dabble. I dabble in serial killers. Yeah. You, you dabble. I'm sure anybody listening to podcasts in general know Our about podcast them. Because there's so yeah. many podcasts on serial killers. Yeah. So many. Um yeah, so they have issues when they're when they're younger. A lot of them will have one, two, or three of the McDonald triad, which is fire setting and fascination, 
um, sadistic and aggressive behavior while prepubescent. And a lot of them would wet their beds after the age of 12. So that's the McDonald triad. Check, check, and check. Double I got check. all three. Wait, uh, no, I don't, I don't wet the uh, bed. Uh, I've never done that. It's not like hot or anything. Yeah. <sighs> never get off to pee. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. No. <laughs> no, we're not going to go so there. So bad. Oh, fuck. No. We're not going to go oh, there. We're continuing on. i to my tum-tums. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so... Uh, serial killers serial killers so you know i'm not a scientist by any means what? so you know but you made a graph i did make a graph so i'm kind <laughs> of a scientist um yeah so it seems interesting that also a lot of the serial killers that we know of have lower than average iqs not all of them there are some genius serial killers out there but the majority of them according to wikipedia have lower iqs pretty interesting now for those of you that don't know what iq is and i'm not like this isn't me being a fucking smart ass um that's a good point i didn't think yeah so iq isn't like oh hey this person's really smart this person like this and like this is a dummy yeah this is this person's dumb this person isn't iq and correct me if i'm wrong um it's more so like an information processing number. So you have like a scale and it says, hey, this is what's high, this is what's low. Um, it, they give you information and you're able to recall and utilize that information that's given to you to process for specific results. So it's not just like, a, oh, hey, um, this person's just like really good at reading books <laughs> like yeah. I, I can't think of a good yeah, example it's, it's the but it's not ability to process and use information yeah. that you're given in your environment yeah it's not just like a like oh hey they're really smart because there are some people that are extremely smart but they don't have like a terribly high IQ. IQs. Yeah. And there yeah. are people with lower IQs that are totally normal like yeah so it's it's not like a oh he's smart he's dumb it's information processed which when you think about the comparison of of that to serial killers you're like well yeah i guess that makes sense like they're they aren't able to process things yeah. as well their their reality is yeah. different from anybody exactly without, yeah you know than any other interpretation so, just some clarification yeah that's there. that's a good idea i didn't even think about that <clears throat> so you know of course a lot of serial killers have a history of mental illness whether it's something simple like anxiety depression or something larger like psychopathic behavior, bipolar, um, like schizophrenia. There are a lot of schizophrenic or alleged schizophrenic uh, serial killers. Looking at you, son of Sam. We know you faked it. <laughs> yeah, you sneaky I watched fuck. Mindhunter. Yeah, we watched it. We know you lied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I just thought it was super interesting that a lot of them had these issues when they're young that are basically can all be explained by lead. By chronic lead exposure. Hmm. Uh, wetting the bed over the age of 12. Maybe there's some neurologic issues that are going on. Or, you know, that could be definitely... That's usually related to, like, uh, abuse. Yeah. Definitely be linked to abuse. Uh, lead poisoning, of course, causes ADHD. It can cause aggression, psychosis. A lot of these things that fit a serial killer when they're a child is the exact same fucking thing as chronic lead poisoning. Hmm. It would be interesting to see, and this is off on a completely different tangent, but to see the difference between children that grew up on along those main highways 
versus children who grew up away from those. That would be really interesting to get the. It would be a lot the of rural like, information on it because yeah. there's a lot of information yeah. I, from the busy parts and the yeah. busy towns, but there's not much from the rural areas. Yeah, it would be that would certainly be something I'd be down to approach, but I also don't have the means. So if yeah. you would like to fund my stupid fucking research <laughs> ideas, by all means, just send me millions of dollars. Yes, please. We will completely research this and not fuck it up. Yeah, and I promise that when the fuel industry pays me to shut up, <laughs> I will not keep your money and their money. Totally. I, totally. I swear, right hand to God, that I believe in. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, of course there are other aspects of what goes into making a serial killer, I suppose. Mm-hmm. You could say, because, you know, there's still a lot of information out there. Are they born? Is it nature? Is it nurture? Um, are they developed? Are they born? Are blank. they born into it? <laughs> I, I think it's a combination of both. You kind of need to put your storm yeah. of nature and nurture. But at the same time, I think a lot of it is nurture when, it, com- when it comes down to, like, a child, like, two identical children... One gets the shit kicked out of him every single fucking day by, by his, his angry dad and raped by his uncle. Yeah. And he's bad at school, so his teacher beats the shit out of him. Versus the kid that doesn't have those things. One's going to be kind of different from the other, especially during those de- developmental stages. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I definitely lean on more the side of the nurture Yeah, than the nature. Although I, I still think it, it does play a role on some people. Mm-hmm. Oh, certainly. Um, yeah, especially with uh, all the weird mommy stuff. Ed Kemper fucking his mom's oh, trachea. Jesus. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, weird. That was just his thing. That was just yeah, that's my fetish. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up my graph okay. that you, nobody else is gonna see. This is and I'm not even gonna creepy. read anything out loud. Yeah, no, I I will set it up so that don't don't look at the labels. I'll so I I uh, the red line here. It's this big bell curve going up starting in the 1920s. This starts at 1935. And it just goes crazy until 1970. And then drops down and stabilizes around 2013 or uh, 2000. That is the red line, the violent crime rate. The uh, black line is the average preschool blood lead level. Mm -hmm. The violent crime rate is shifted back 20 years to go over just to match to see if it... That makes sense. So, like here, so it's 1940, and it's but this is 1963 for the um, for the violent crime rate. Okay, I don't know that initially. I wasn't. I didn't know that it was shifted, which is why I'm not releasing this because it's it's a mess, as you can tell. This blue line, I found a database. Uh, I think it's it's based on an F- FBI database of active serial killers per year or by year who killed more than two people. Okay. And I graphed it by year. And about 20 years, 20, 30 years after the lead levels really started to more lead fuel was um, introduced, there's a huge spike in the amount of serial killers. What's interesting is there's an initial peak and then it drops. And there's also an initial peak and then a small drop with the amount of active serial killers. And then it just continues until the 70s. All the way to the peak, 70s for the uh, lead levels, and then 20 years-ish, it peaks for the um, for the serial killer, the active number of serial mm. killers. So I just think it's super fucking interesting <laughs> fucked up. that this the curve of the amount of active serial killers 
is the exact same fucking curve of the violent crime rate, which makes sense <laughs> right. because they're in, they're involved. They, oh, it is a violent. They're crime. like one on top of the other. It's just funny to see. Yeah, but also the preschool blood levels, which to me indicates it's about lead poisoning as a child. As an adult, you're you're already developed. You're not going to suffer a lot of the neurological issues that this lead poisoning, chronic lead poisoning, can impart on you. But as a child. Your brain gets fucked up. It's kind of like smoking weed when you're 12. It messes with your development. <laughs> like, everything messes with your development as a child. So I just thought that was super fucking yeah, interesting. fucked. Like, the bell curve on that is just so perfectly matched. Good lord. Yeah. Huh. So. Okay. So that's my, my most compelling piece of evidence right there. That it just ended up being... I didn't think it would be that that close. Yeah. I might put... I might put it out. Probably not. But I might. <laughs> we'll make a better graph. More no, precise. I'm not going to make another more graph. Concise. It took me so long. Do it. Do it. I fucking dare you. <laughs> so, you know, of course, there, there are other aspects and things that lead into the violent crime rate and the, you know, the amount of serial killers. But I think this is a, a really large chunk of the puzzle mm-hmm. of why we had such an increase in crime during this time period. Seriously, though. Like, it... It makes it lines up too well. Of course, this is just correlation, and that does not mean causation. Yeah. <laughs> no, but correlation, it's a pretty fucking correlation is causation. <laughs> it's a pretty fucking compelling correlation. Yeah, no, it's like I genuinely want you to release that because that's like seeing it on like a graph. It it makes a makes lot more sense. sense. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, if you were to just look at it, you'd be like, what the fuck is going on in this yeah. thing? It's because um, I initially placed it in the wrong spot. And then I was like, oh, shit, no, I'm going to move it back. And then I just didn't fill in the no. holes. <laughs> if you change the years on it, like so that the black, so the bottom year matched the black line on the graph. And then the red was like red years. I think that's where it would make the most sense. But. Nah, it's your graph. It's your fucking graph. It's I, fine. You know, whatever. everybody here knows I'm not going to fucking do that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, interesting bit of information. Yeah. Damn. Leaded fuel is still used in a couple countries around the world. As of 2017, that was the most recent data I was able to get from it. Algeria, Yemen, and Iraq now, all use leaded fuel. Do they still have spikes in violent crimes? Wasn't able to find much information about the violent crime rate. I'd say that that's probably not something that they really report either. Not usually. And nothing this up to date. Yeah. It takes a long time for some estimations. They were probably not taking, you know, children's lead levels back in the, like, 90s when all the rest of the world stopped. So. Oh, no, we still do it. The U.S. still checks. No, 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 no. I know the U.S. does. I was saying those those other countries like Iraq. I highly doubt that they're putting in the effort to check the lead levels in preschoolers and then also making a correlation between violent crimes yeah. in Iraq. So I just thought it's crazy. They they have plans in place to reduce the reliance on leaded fuel because it it isn't just hurting them, it's hurting the planet. Like it's oh, a, no, it's they a don't pollution give a fuck level. about that. Yeah. But that's why they're, they're <laughs> separate countries outside of them saying, hey, you have to do this. Like, yeah. let's make a plan. Stop the UN is working with them. And uh, Iraq's will pro Iraq's Iraqis Iraq will probably be the next country to completely eliminate it, which is good. But Algeria and Yemen, I was reading, and they they're having a lot of issues. They just don't have 
the means. funds to switch all the infrastructure over. Interesting. It's almost like it. the fuel industry should give them some of those funds. Weird. No. Oh, because no. it's actually easier to produce the leaded fuel than the unleaded fuel. Turns out if you have your... It's probably more cost effective. Yeah. When, when it started, uh, it started as an additive. But they found out they just didn't have to do as much work. Oh, I fucking hate it. I hate oh. hearing it. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry that you can't dip into your like billions of dollars a year like salaries just to make sure that these places get, I don't know, maybe a couple million dollars so they don't keep adding lead to their fucking fuel. But no, yeah. I, I'm not. No, no, no. I don't know anything. I don't have a college no, degree. No, no. You don't have you don't have billions yeah, of dollars. Sorry. My I'm too dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Your IQ is too low. Yeah, apparently. Which therefore means you Equals are dumber. Dumb. I am very smart. Me is dummy. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, well, what else you got? Well, is that, that it? That that's was the it. extent? That's it. That's the extent. That's not bad. The fuel industry created the spike <laughs> of serial killers that occurred starting in the 20s and continued to spike until the 90s. 70s, 80s, 90s. Usually the it's uh, really starting to decline by the 80s, though. And this is fact. And if you hear this, share this podcast. And if you never hear another episode from us ever again... We're dead. It's because we got paid off. Oh, uh, yeah. Or <laughs> yeah. that. Oh, good see. shit. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Sorry for the slightly shorter episode. I wouldn't it say we went like too, too short. I was expecting like 30 minutes, but we did okay. Oh, uh, when I It's because up, of my tangents. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're good at those, and I don't think anybody minds. I've actually heard good feedback from the tangents. I hate them. I fucking uh, hate my tangents really specifically. You, so. <laughs> um, at the 20-minute mark, I looked up at the recording, and I was like, oh, fuck, I got to go slower. I was about halfway done. <laughs> like, shit. Oh, man. All right, well, uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Always feel free to reach out at, like I always say, if you want to hear about an, anything in particular. I don't give a shit if it's about, like, you want us to research bronies. I won't. Actually, I will really care about that. I won't yeah. want to do that. But <laughs> if, if you want to hear about anything, by all means, reach out. We're always welcome to ideas and feedback. Oh, oh, and I was thinking, if anybody has any spoopy stories that happened to them, Slide into our DMs and we'll, yeah. we'll just read them on the show. We love that. You shit. don't have to like type it out right there. We'll probably have a lot of follow up questions. So, I mean, by all means, if you have some weird fucking story that happened, tell us about it, um, and we'll we'll get back to you with some questions. And then we'll use it as filler content when the episode only runs yeah. for forty minutes. Yeah, when AJ is sick. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... All right, guys. We'll uh, hit us up on Insta at points o pressure. Uh, same tag for Twitter if you feel so inclined, though we never post there. Yep. And, yeah, we look forward to hearing from you, and we'll see you fucking next week. Congratulations on whoever won the giveaway. <laughs>